You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Texas Rangers. I'm your host, Bryce Patrick, here today with episode number 400 of Locked On Rangers. Still can't believe I've done 400 of these episodes. Started all the way back in March of 2019 when the Rangers were still thinking they were competitive. You could still be at games. Now you can be at games again. Went through the entire 2020 season solo. Um, still wouldn't have been here without um, Morgan Price, my co-host for the whole first year. She did amazing work and now has her own podcast. I um, was doing great stuff out there. Um, just a lot of thanks to y'all for, for listening. Sincere thanks for listening. I didn't think that when I started this episode, this or this podcast, I should say, I didn't think I'd hit 400 episodes. I didn't think that 400 people would listen to me. And now there have been literally thousands of you every single month listening to what I say about the Texas Rangers, which still weirds me out and just gives me a whole lot of pride and joy and happiness to think that that many people care what I have to say about, well, anything, let alone baseball. So thanks to y'all. Thanks to Morgan. Um, thanks to all of my other hosts who have come on and helped me out with this podcast. And uh, thanks to David Locke for taking a chance on me all those years ago. Some random bum who had no podcasting experience, didn't really have any major experience, but he took a chance. And, you know, I, I think it's turned out, you know, it's fine. We're fine. We're doing a great job. The Rangers, it would be nice if they were better. It'd be a lot more fun this podcast would. But, you know, there's a lot of fun going on right now. Going on really quick coming up with the all-star game with the biggest news that I, I should have started us off, but it, you know, as episode 400 gave me a little sentimental, um, maybe when we hit 500, I'll do something more like I did for episode 300, but Joey Gallo is in the home run derby at Coors field. Finally, we get Joey in a home run derby. I have been waiting for this. I have been begging for this for as long as Joey has been in the major leagues. He has always been one of the premier power hitters in the game. And, you know, he showed it off again in this afternoon game against the Tigers with another multi-home run game, his fourth of the season, I believe his 10th of his career. Um, he had 10 home runs in a – he has he now has 10 home runs in a 10-game span. The first Rangers player ever to do that. His home runs were number 22 and 23 on the season, um, both off of former first overall pick Casey Mize. And the Rangers weren't able to quite get it done in this one. Kyle Gibson got his first loss of the season. His ERA um, went from 198 to 229. Um, five earned runs in this one in six and third innings. You know, not all of those were given up by him. Uh, a lot of those were given up by Joey Rodriguez, who came in and was not able to shut the door quite as quickly as the Rangers would have wanted. Um, he left with the bases loaded and no out. Actually, excuse me, just one out. Um, but it was not a great place to leave off. Probably his worst start of the season besides that first one and you know i i wanted him to get to the all-star break um with a sub to an undefeated sub to era and an undefeated record because he would have been the first one to do that um in american in american league history but one bad start is all it took that's all it took um but he is going to be probably in line to pitch if not start the all-star game he's definitely going to be able to pitch a little bit there because of his it'll be on his normal rest obviously he's not going to throw five six innings or whatever probably just going to throw one but still that'll be fun to see him in the all-star game actually get to pitch it a lot of pitchers who 
get to go or the rest isn't aligned. Um, it's looking like we'll get to see a little bit of uh, Jacob DeGrom, who only threw under 70 pitches in six innings um, in his start today um, for the Mets. So we'll see if we get to see him a little bit. I would love to see some Joey Gallo versus Jacob DeGrom. I think that would be absolutely incredible theater. Um, two guys that are absolutely at their peaks right now. Um, that would be a lot of fun to watch. But Joey Gallo in the home run derby, it is going to be a lot of fun. Um, Evan Grant confirmed John Heyman, who was the first one to report this. Um, and this is what the full field is. Um, Juan Soto was also announced today. So here is the full roster of people in here. Shohei Otani, Joey Gallo, Trey Mancini of the Orioles, Pete Alonso, first baseman for the Mets, Matt Olson, first baseman for the A's, Trevor Story, shortstop of the Colorado Rockies, and Juan Soto, who is an outfielder for the Nationals, and Salvador Perez, catcher for the Kansas City Royals. That is a really, really good eight-man field. Now, my only my only qualm is that Trevor Story isn't having a super great year. He does still have a lot of power, so it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Salvador Perez has been on a uh, power surge the last couple of years, so I think he is an under-the-radar invite. Matt Olson has been killing it. Um, Trey Mancini is a great story and a great baseball player. So that'll be fun. I would have loved to have seen Vladdy Jr. come in here um, and challenge Pete Alonso for the crown that Pete Alonso stole from him after one of the most incredible rounds of all-star or all-star weekend home run derby that I have ever seen, or maybe will ever see. Um, I just want to see him in this derby again. Why he doesn't want to do it this year. I, I totally get like, it makes sense. He's having an absolutely unbelievable start to the season. And, you know, Shohei Otani is too, and Shohei's not scared to come compete in the home run derby. So why don't you? Having this group of eight hitters hitting in Coors Field, it's going to be beautiful, spectacular, dangerous, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there's going to be a lot of long home runs hit. Um but Joey Gallo, after his multi-home run game uh, today, is now sixth in Major League Baseball in home runs. He is third in um, the American League behind Shohei Otani's 31 and uh, Vladdy Jr.'s 28. Um, Joey has 23 right now, just one behind Ronald Acuna Jr. Kyle Schwarber will be out for a little while, um, who was one of the hottest hitters in baseball, maybe even a little hotter um, at the plate than Joey, but um, he is going to be sidelined for a little bit. Uh, Kyle Schwarber is in fourth, who has 25 home runs. Fernando Tatis Jr. is in third overall, um, first in the National League with 27 home runs. Now, this is a very, very good field. Um, a lot of really good guys, just a lot of really solid players. Matt Olson and Salvador Perez both have uh, 20 home runs. Um, they've been doing very well this year. Um, and just nobody who's – you really want to question them being invited. You know, every year there's at least like one guy here like, okay, does this guy really need to be here? I mean, Pete Alonso only had 15 home runs this year, but I mean, he won the last home run derby that they had. Everybody knows that he's got some prodigious pop. There's something going on with him at City Field. His OPS um, at home is significantly worse than it is on the road. I believe he only has uh, two to three home runs at home versus the rest of his uh, 12 or 13, um, depending on what the number actually is, um, are on the road so he'll be on the road there and so his prodigious pop is going to be on full display Juan Soto is an absolutely fantastic young talent I um, haven't seen him um, 
too much because you know he plays in the AL East, so therefore not a whole lot to see of him. And you got you got the home kid uh, of Trevor Story, um, which you know I feel like you kind of have to have some home body there in this tournament for them. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. All these guys have some hit some absolute lasers, some moonshots. Joey Gallo's two home runs today. Um, one of them was 440 feet. The other was, uh, I believe, 465. So over 900 feet of home runs just in today's game. Joey has been outrageous, outstanding, phenomenal, just superb, stupendous. Every good adjective you can think of, Joey Gallo has been it and more for the Rangers this year. Um, he has just been so much fun to watch. Um, his OPS is at 881 for the season, I believe, um, yeah, that's before this game. So I, it might, it might be over 900 now. Um, cause this on baseball reference hasn't quite updated with the day games just yet. Um, he has 66 walks so far this season. Um, just an absolute treasure to watch. This has been Joey Gallo at his hottest. I mean, the baseball doesn't just look like a beach ball up there. It looks like a bowler, the size of the one in Indiana Jones. I mean, this guy is seeing everything absolutely spraying the ball to all fields making great contact making hard contact and making a lot of contact not swinging missing a whole bunch um but man he also had an absolute laser in right field um just absolutely gunned out the runner trying to go for third base why would you ever run on joey gallo i don't know why people have but i'm so glad that they still do it makes me happy because i love seeing them just absolutely get hosed just hosed by Joey's cannon of an arm. Um, Castro was the one who was thrown out today. Um, not exactly a particularly slow guy, but not anybody who's a real burner. Um, second baseman Castro. But he took a big turn uh, on a single to right field. He was at first base trying to go first to third. And he saw Joey field that ball, had that look in his eyes like, oh boy, is this guy really trying to test me? Is he really trying to do this to me? The guy thought, yeah, yeah, I want to do this to you. Let's see where this goes. And it did not go well for them. Did not go well at all. But Joey has been excellent in the outfield, um, excellent at the plate, um, and just a lot of fun to watch this season. Um, but the rest of this Rangers offense wasn't quite getting it done today. Um, just not getting it done with runners in scoring position, one for nine, seven left on base in this one. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what I want to see from this home run derby um, and a little bit more about some other guys who are, are stepping up for the Rangers right after this word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked On Rangers once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every single day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. Be sure to join me this week on Friday night. I'll be hosting a room during the Rangers game against the Ace. I'm going to try and get host of Locked On Ace, Jason Burke, in there. Um, have some fun. We did one of these last week. Turned out to be an absolute blast. So go download the free Green Room app. Now currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Bryce Patrick to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Rangers. See you there, Green Room, changing the way we talk about sports. Now let's look a little bit at these last couple of games. Uh, Tuesday night was an absolute 
bonanza for the Rangers offense. They were lighting it up. Everybody was contributing. Had a three-hit game from Adolis Garcia, where he also had his 21st home run of the season. John Hicks's revenge tour just continues. He is the first Rangers player in franchise history to have four home runs in his first four games. All of those have been against his former teams. Um, Seattle was the team that drafted him. He had three home runs in uh, in two games against them. And now uh, the team that he was just most recently with, the Detroit Tigers, um, he hit an absolute moonshot off of uh, Jose Urena. Um, didn't go that far, but it the launch angle was, I believe, 45 degrees, which is a really high arcing home run. and hit off the top of the foul pole. Um, this guy is really seeing it well, had a multi-hit game. He's hitting fifth in the Rangers lineup. That's how good he has been doing for the Rangers, a guy who has been a backup catcher for most of his career, um, but is absolutely failing at the plate. So I totally respect the decision for um, for the Rangers to put him in there in the lineup and keep him batting that high. Um, he even DH'd in this, uh, this series finale um, against the Tigers. He had Jonah Heim hitting sixth, um, who has been doing very, very well offensively as well. Jonah Heim rewarded them with a multi-hit game. Uh, David Dahl and IKF and Charlie Culberson were the ones in the bottom three of this lineup. Um, Andy Banyos came in for David Dahl, had a pinch hit single. You know, David Dahl has looked about the same since he's come back from his injury, extended injury rehab. Um, he was talking uh, with Joey Gallo, and uh, Joey Gallo was talking with Emily, um, with Emily Jones about how banning the shift um, was just super, super helpful for him in uh, the minor leagues when he did his uh, rehab stand. He's like, wow, everything is so easy uh, when they aren't able to put like four outfielders in there like they do against Joey Gallo. Um, I'm sure Joey would love that. But um, but yeah, I'm so, I'm really just mainly happy that Joey Gallo is going to be in the home run derby. Like that is the overarching theme of today. Um, the Rangers, even though they dropped one against the Tigers, like they still looked pretty good, uh, a little worried, about having uh, Kyle Gibson's one bad start, but you know, it's fine. Everything will be fine. He was bound to have one like semi bad start out there. Um, and the Rangers were able to chase Casey Mize from the game after just four innings. Um, they were hit a pair of home runs. Actually, both of those were just Joey Gallo. Um, of the four hits they had, two of those were from Joey and two of those were home runs. Joey looked really solid in this game. Um, offensively, uh, not a super great game for Adoles Garcia. He missed a couple pitches that he should have hit. Um, Eli White playing second base and leading off in this one. I believe he's going to stick as the Rangers leadoff man for a little while, at least while Isaiah Kiner-Falefa is in this just really, really bad slump. His batting average is down to 260, and his OPS is down to 660. Things have just not been going very well for him. Right now, Charlie Culberson has a higher OPS than him by about eight points. Um, I shouldn't say about. It's exactly eight points. Um, but yeah, I would... Love to see IKF break out of this slump. It's just it's just not been going well for him the last month or so, ever since he got uh, kind of dinged for and rightfully mad for finishing that low in the uh, all-star voting. He just has not been quite himself. He had a, a really good game, uh, just a really important lucky bounce uh, the other day in that 10-5 win. IKF had his 15th double of the year, a ball that just, took a really weird hop at the third baseman and uh, just jumped into the corner. IKF was aggressive and got a two run double out of that. I thought that might bring him out of his funk, but he still looked a little bit in his funk today. Um, he's not just slumping at the plate. He's not slumping his shoulders. Doesn't have super bad body language, but it's just everything he's hitting. He's making decent contact, but it's just finding fielders. 
it's just not finding holes for him right now. You know, when you're a guy who's primarily contact, primarily singles hitter, um, it's just going to be kind of tough for you. So yeah, things have been really rough for as a kind of fluffer. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to look at Joey Gallo, his, uh, his first round competitor and his path to hopefully facing Shohei Otani in the final of this home run derby. After this word from sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Specifically, talking about this limited time flavor, Built Grasshopper Cookie. It is absolutely fantastic. Available this week, July 6th through the 9th. Get the new Built Bar flavor, Grasshopper Cookie. What does it taste like? It's basically the Built Bar version of the classic Thin Mint Cookie. All the flavor without all that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. Did you know that Built Bar has even just so many delicious flavors? There's just absolutely something for everybody. You know, there's coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. Just so many good things. Just absolutely something for everybody. They're so delicious, so fantastic. You know, order that grasshopper cookie today or the raspberry or, you know, whichever one you like. There's just so many. There's no wrong choices. Honestly, they're all good. They're all healthy and they taste fantastic. So our listeners go to uh, built.com. Use the promo code locked 15. You will get 15% off your first order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. Now, like I said earlier, there are eight home run opponents in this matchup, or I guess seven opponents of Joey and also Joey. Um, on Joey's side, his first round matchup will be against Trevor Story, um, who is the seven seed. Joey is the number two seed. They do the ranking by who has the most home runs. So Joey Gallo is second in home runs um, of these eight players, second only to Shohei Otani, who is leading all of baseball with 31 home runs and has been absolutely killing it as of late. So in the first round, Joey Gallo will face Trevor Story. Um, Story is not having a super great season, but it is his home field, and um, he's got some prodigious power for sure. So that could be a diff difficult matchup. I don't think it will be for Joey because Joey's got some of the most absurd raw power that I have ever seen in a human being. Um, and seeing that in a home run derby is going to be just fantastic and probably terrifying for his opponents. Um Next up, he will face either Matt Olson or Trey Mancini, both first basemen, both having pretty good seasons, both guys who have a lot of power um, in their bats. And um, if he can take them down, then uh, he is going to be in the finals against somebody on the left bracket. Uh, at the top of the bracket, it is Shohei Otani versus Juan Soto. Kind of unfair for Shohei Otani um, in terms of raw power. I think, I think Juan Soto, I might rank up there as uh, third in this group, in this whole bracket, um, behind Shohei, behind Joey. Um, Juan Soto has got a whole bunch of pop in his bat. He hasn't had a super great season so far, but um, he's also dealt with a little bit of injuries. Um, and, you know, things have just been struggling. He also has to face uh, the Mets rotation and Jacob deGrom quite a bit, who, um, by the way, is not going to be in the All-Star game. Um, he's going to take the weekend to be, be with his family. When you're that good and you've already been to a, a few All-Star games, I don't really blame him, but um, especially for a guy who has struggled to stay healthy this year, but when he has, he's been absolutely incredible. Don't blame him at all. But anyway, Juan Soto versus Shohei Otani, that's going to be a very, very good first-round matchup. Um, in the bottom half of that bracket, it is Salvador Perez versus Pete Alonso. so whoever wins that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make my predictions now. I say 
Joey goes on to the final. Um, I say Matt Olson is the one who he faces um, in the uh, semifinal. I say Matt Olson beats Trey Mancini. Joey beats Trevor Story. Joey beats Matt Olson. Um, the top round, I think Shohei Otani is going to beat Juan Soto. It's going to be pretty close, I think, um, but I think he's going to beat him. Uh, I think Salvador Perez is going to have a put on an absolute laser show. Uh, I think P- Pete Alonso, I think that matchup is going to be very good, but I think Salvador Perez is going to come out just a little bit ahead. Um, it's going to be Shohei Otani versus Salvador Perez. I don't see Perez as great a season he, as he's having. I don't see him hanging with Shohei Otani in some of the ridiculous bombs that Shohei has been able to put up this year. Um, I think it's going to be Shohei versus Joey in the final and Honestly, it's a real flip of the coin. Both of those guys have been so good and have such ridiculous, prodigious power. Um, and they're going to be so much fun to watch. If these two guys make it into the finals, I'm going to be so freaking excited because that is going to be the absolute show of the century. The only way that could be better is if we had some Vladimir Guerrero Jr. or some Fernando Tatis Jr. thrown in there somewhere. Maybe some Ronald Acuna Jr. as well. I don't know. That would have been really fun to have all those guys. You know, maybe they should redo this out, this just the way they do this, just if you're auto, if you're in the top five in MLB in home runs, then you should get an automatic invite. It doesn't matter if you're an all-star or not. I think that's how they should do this. Because the fact that there was any question that Joey Gallo was going to be invited to this thing is stupid. And, you know, you don't have to all give all the spots to just top five guys. And they don't have to accept it either. You can choose to go home. But I just feel like you should automatically get an invite if you're in the top five. Um, well, actually, Joey's sixth right now, but maybe by the time the All-Star break actually hits, he'll be fifth because he's been hitting one what feels like almost every day, if not two a day, because he's been just crushing it. But um, I feel like that should be a new rule they should implement, but I don't really trust Major League Baseball to implement very many good new changes um, with this current commissioner in charge. But it's going to be a very, very fun weekend. Um, I know Joey is going to have a lot of fun being there. Adolis Garcia in his first year in the big league is going to be there. Kyle Gibson having an absolute breakout year is going to be there. And I hope they have so much fun and make the Rangers proud. And, you know, they're not these just gimme all-stars. They're not just, you know, pity all-stars. These guys all earned it. They've all been really dang good, legitimate all-stars. Um, definitely worthy of even starting all of them. They've all been that good this year. The Rangers have not, but they have. But that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Rangers. I'll be back um, later this afternoon. As you're listening to this, I'm posting this late on Wednesday night. It'll be ready for you Thursday morning. I'll have one episode Thursday afternoon-ish and then one on Friday morning. Both of those with the OG Grant Schiller. I recorded those yesterday afternoon. A lot of fun talking with him, uh, talking about the MLB draft um, and all kinds of other good stuff about the Rangers and All-Star Weekend. So until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.